This is Wagner Live, a live video talk show and podcast, and your destination for trending topics in marketing, advertising, branding, and business. Straight-talking marketing maverick, Wagner Dos Santos is your host. Here's Wagner. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Wagner Dos Santos, and this is Wagner Live Insights. Today, we're going to discuss the importance of client partnerships. So um, there is um, um, there are so many important topics when it comes to client service and client relationships, but I feel that there is none more important than the definition of what being a partner to a client is all about. So I want to unpack that with you today. And I'm going to start and end with this book back here, which uh, was written by a good friend of mine, uh, Robert Solomon. And this is the third edition of his book which uh, is called The Art of Client Service. This is, in my opinion, the Bible for anyone, uh, certainly anyone that is in account management or client services at an ad or marketing agency. However, while this is written from the voice of someone who uh, is an ad agency veteran, it applies to any business that deals with clients or most businesses and and how to nurture and grow those relationships it's got some um, some great examples here and and um, uh, tips pitfalls uh, it's a great book uh, third edition that came out uh, just a few months ago or several months ago uh, in the 2016 um, but I'm gonna touch upon some of the stuff that um, is is in this book uh, with respect to how to uh, cultivate and uh, grow those relationships. So um, I want to go through a top six list that Adweek uh, put out uh, some time ago, which I believe still applies today. But before I do, let me tell you this, that um, in all the years that I've been in business um, and um, my most recent career um, that I've spent a good deal of time in has been advertising and marketing. And within the years that I've been in this business, what I have noticed that has separated those that are successful from those that are not are those companies and those individuals that understand that in order to succeed with their client, that they have to be invested as a partner. Now, when I say that, I don't mean you have to be invested, that you have to put financial investment necessarily, but you have to be invested in their success in business. Now, I've worked for uh, some other companies and some agencies that believe that if you're their marketing agency or their ad agency, then that's where it stops. You should do nothing more than advertising and marketing. And that if you start to discuss business direction and um, start to somewhat consult with them with respect to business, that you are crossing over to an area that is, uh, is not what you've been hired to do. And I believe that, that today, 
uh, I believe that the relationships between agencies and clients have changed where that is, is untrue. That in order to be um, a, a good agency partner for a client, you need to be um, you need to be deep into their business. And at the end of the day, your role is to help them succeed in business. So you need to take a look at their business model, um, their operation, and all aspects that could be a hindrance to success. And, and also um, take a look at those opportunities that guide the pathway to success. So I believe it's so important that you um, that you make sure that you do so much more for a client than just provide them whatever that service is. If it's a marketing service, advertising service, that you are delivering a partnership with them. So let me go through this uh, this top six list. Number one, which should go without saying, but know the client's business. Uh, it seems so obvious, right? But um, even though it's so obvious, it's often missed so much that um, so many people jump right into working with a client and they're so focused in the services that they're going to be delivering that they're not really thinking about how knowledgeable they are in the client's business. And that's not just so that you can show off to your client that, hey, you know, look how much I know about your industry, but it's truly knowing how to fit the right solution to them based on their industry trends, challenges, uh, uh, competitive analysis. So knowing someone's business, knowing your client's business is truly the number one thing that you need to keep in mind. You, you need to... Um, do um, set up Google alerts regarded with keywords that are related to your client's business or industry so that you can pick those up. Read their journals, go to their conferences. That's a big one too. I, so many times I see those people that are in advertising marketing and they always go to advertising and marketing conferences for their industry and they think that they're uh, investing in um in in their career and their business the, the problem is you keep speaking to your peers and the same people you're not learning anything about your clients you're going to be much better off going to conferences uh that are related to your client's business if your client is in construction go go to something related to that or if they're in the restaurant business so forth so you you, you get the picture um number two okay number two is care about what your client cares about. So as you get to know uh, their business, um, you get to know about their charitable, their philanthropic uh, activities, um, how, how they set up the culture within their business for their employees. So make sure that their care becomes your care. That's part of that partnership model. Um, you need to really be so deeply invested that you are aligned with their principles, their morals, and their ethics, and, and the areas they care about. Number three. Okay, so number two was care about what your clients care about. Number three, engage in tough conversations. What do I mean by that? Well, it's so easy 
uh, for many people to take the yes road, that um, you want to make your clients so happy that you think the way to do that is to yes them to death. Uh, whatever they say is, oh, great idea, yes, yes. Yeah, I think we should do that. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yep, good idea. That That isn't serving your clients. And at the end of the day, you may think that you're, you're making them happy by um, propping them up and, and yesing them, but you're actually doing the opposite. They hired you because they know that they need help in some regards. And when I say that, I mean, this, this goes for any of you guys, whether you're in marketing and advertising or you're not. If you're dealing with a client, a client has come to you for something, some expertise that you bring, they want that expertise and they know that it comes at a cost. And that cost is sometimes disagreement with them. Sometimes you're gonna make them feel uncomfortable. Sometimes um, you're gonna say no to an idea that they have or um, or perhaps, uh, you know, there's a direction they wanna go that is, is bad or some mistake that they're currently making. To be a good client partner, you need to be comfortable in in really honest transparency. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about transparency in a second. But just, you know, not sometimes yes isn't the answer. Sometimes it's no. Sometimes it's no. And let me explain why. And this is really what you need to do. You're going to find clients are going to respect you so much more than if you um, just yes them to death. So... I told you I was gonna talk about transparency. That's number four. Number four is adopt transparency. And by that, I mean, and this all goes kind of in this honesty, sincerity model, in that be clear with them about pricing. Be clear with them about what they're really gonna get. Um, don't try to make your um, services or your deliverables complicated uh, because you think, okay, if I really complicate it, then uh, it's going to sound like I'm doing a lot of stuff and they're not going to really ask me any questions and they're going to think it's really complicated, so they're going to want to pay me. No. No, in fact, um, a smart client is going to question you on something they don't understand. And if it's all convoluted and not transparent um, and they can't wrap their heads around it, they, they might say no to that. So being very transparent and letting them know what the cost and fees are for certain things and, and what they're going to be getting is extremely important. And this is, uh, this is one part of a few parts that I want to discuss that um, all come under this umbrella of honesty and sincerity. Because really, let's face it, no one wants to work with someone this, that's dishonest. And the more that you project honesty and and really are truly honest, uh, the greater chance you're going to have of their trust. And there's no partnership without trust, right? So number five. So number four was adopt transparency, right? Number five, own every mistake. Own every mistake. We're not perfect. We're gonna we're gonna make mistakes. We all do. And and as much as it may pain you when you're servicing a client because you know that their money is valuable and you know they invested and trusted in you and you just made a mistake and you really would rather not tell them about it because you don't want them to lose trust, not telling them is a mistake. You'll lose greater trust by not telling them. You'll gain more trust by telling them because 
they will understand that you're a human. Now, what they won't understand is if you make a mistake and you don't correct it. So make that mistake, be honest, own it, but then um, ensure that it'll never happen again and work extra hard in everything that you can do to fix it. Okay, so number six, very last one, banish bad mouthing. Um, this happens a lot. Um, uh, you, you find it, again, in, in every business where you have clients that you like, and then you have some clients you don't like, or maybe certain aspects of the client work that you don't like. And um, it's so easy to get caught up in the gossip of it all and, and share with your coworkers that, oh, you know, this client, I mean, geez, can you believe that they said that? How stupid are they? Um, that, that, kind of, uh, that kind of bad mouthing, um, it uh, doesn't serve anyone well. It creates um, a, a very uh, negative air within your team. Um, which can result in them doing less than uh, adequate work, and um, it's it's um, it's not the essence of a true partner. You now, if you if you really feel that badly about a client, then I would say that maybe you shouldn't be working with that client, and you should perhaps uh, resign them and um, and find a client that does make you happy. Bad mouthing a client is uh, is rude. It's um, it's uncalled for, and uh, and, and truthfully, it, uh, it it doesn't motivate your team to work hard for your client. Let's face it: if um, if you don't like the work that you're doing, then you're not going to do a good job. If you don't like the client that you're working for, you're not going to want to really produce. But if you do like them a lot, and uh, and I'll tell you, we we love our clients here at my agency at Wagner. Um, and, um, and it's important for us to make sure that we work with clients that we love. And if we, we don't, then we don't take them on as a client because when we do have that kind of feeling for a client, we are their best partner and, um, we do our best work. So it doesn't pay, um, to do it otherwise. So bad mouthing is a big no, no, never do it. You're better off not working with that client if um, if you feel that you need to say something negative about them. So um, so to wrap this up, um, you know, I, um, I I hope that uh, I hope that I was clear in those points were really uh, helpful. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through these points uh, one more time just so you don't forget. Of course, those of you watching the replay or listening to the replay can always rewind. But just uh, just to make it easy for you, number one know the client's business. Number two, care about what your client cares about. Number three, engage in tough conversations. Number four, adopt transparency. Number five, own every mistake. And then number six, banish bad-mouthing. And as I had mentioned, uh, I wanna close again uh, with respect to this book, The Art of Client Service, um, if you haven't read it, I highly suggest that you go out and buy it. It's available on, on Amazon. I believe it's uh, at, uh, at bookstores locally as well. Um, it's uh, inexpensive, but extremely valuable. It's in its third edition. And so I, I, do, um, I do recommend that you purchase the latest third edition because it, uh, it has a lot more in it, uh, plus what was in previous editions. 
easy read. It's an easy read. It's one of those that, you know, you, you go through a chapter and you're like, oh, I want to read the next one. I want to read the next one. Before you know it, you're done with the book in one sitting. Um, but it's really, really great stuff. And it's uh, great stuff to remember. I give it to, um, I give this book to all my staff members uh, to read, um, including a, a whole another, a whole other list of, uh, of books. But again, the Art of Client Service goes through some of this. It goes through some uh, examples and pitfalls, and and really uh, teaches one and and helps remind one of the importance of of the client relationship and um and and how to uh be very effective that's our show for today thank you so much for joining me i'll be back tomorrow morning broadcasting live only on periscope at 11 a.m eastern standard time 8 a.m pacific standard time and as always if you'd like to send me your feedback communicate with the show and for replays go to wagner.live until next time this is wagner Signing off. This has been another episode of Wagner Live. For replays, show schedules, and more information, go to wagnerlive.com. Till next time.